Hello? What's going on, everybody? Hey. Welcome back to another Rascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of Ancient Illumination. And once again, I am joined by my good friend, uh, Jordan P. Jackson. Hey, everybody. How's everything going? All right. Now, last week, I uh, was by myself and I dropped my thoughts on Justice League, the Schneider Cut, which everybody was uh, anticipating. Mm-hmm. And now we've had another week or so to marinate on it. I'm going to drop some more thoughts, but I thought we'd start off and uh, ask Jordan what his thoughts of it were. So, this uh, uh, four-hour epic of, was that's what was it? Four hours, right? It was. Four it was. Over, it was over four, four hours. Four, yes. It was four hours and a couple minutes. It was four, yeah, um, four and change. It was four and yeah. change. <laughs> um, I watched it twice. And just to just to iron out my feelings about everything, uh, overall, I thought it was like I watched it with my family, and so like there was my dad was constantly was like, "This is epic." He's like, "Just why? Why would they take this out?" And it was like some cool stuff. Um, and so, do 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 we need to go into spoiler? Do we need to give a spoiler alert or anything? Or is it, uh, we, yeah. we pass that threshold? Spoiler alert for anybody yeah, that had yet to watch the Justice League. Uh, but if you have HBO Max, uh, I don't know why you wouldn't have watched it by now. But if you haven't, be forewarned. We will get into full-on spoilers. Go yeah, ahead. We're getting into we're getting into it. So you know, movie was epic. I you know enjoyed seeing the new direction that, or the original direction, I guess Zach was going for. And it felt more cohesive with the rest of his body of work, of course. Um, enjoyed the action. Enjoyed watching Darkseid get his ass whooped. I just, I couldn't help. Like, I did, it was happening so fast. I was like, oh, snap. They got him. I was like, it was cool. Um, and they kind of, I enjoyed that they kind of get went into more of a, a Cyborg's backstory. And I was like, okay, this is very traumatic like it, it, it go it, it makes him more of a more rounded character and more uh, believable character which is cool. yeah um uh i mean the story i mean i mean the story wasn't anything new because it was like we kind of knew what was going to happen because it's just it felt like we were watching a re an edit a re a remix i guess of sorts so yeah. the same bones of the story was there so it was no new surprise besides like I mean, the Flash running and doing that that thing he did. The, the Flash, like, running around all those, like, uh, Star Lab employees to, like, catch all the debris. Like, that was a cool little visual nugget. Um, and then him running back in time. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then all the... But, you know, those moments are really cool and nice additives. But then there was, like, the unnecessary stuff. Yeah. Uh, which was kind of like, ugh, like... How many shots of snow do you need, Zach? Uh, how many times do we have to hear these uh, Icelandic white women singing? And then the the kind of <laughs> shift, and also that sound felt like it was integrated back into Wonder Woman's like like uh, Wonder Woman's theme song, where it's like the lamenting women sound. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. 
Yeah. Um. But um, yeah. for sure. What were you gonna say? I felt I said this last week when I recorded the the other podcast on this was we got more context. The the bone, yeah, that's, like said, all, the bone, that's what it was. It was more context, or, or we get to see things through a different lens because they did frame it differently. Uh, while I don't know if you, you probably didn't notice when they bring Superman back to life is framed a little different. Um, you see them carry him directly from like the cemetery. Oh, yeah. They, to they buried his, they you know picked his body up, uh, yeah. unearthed it. They did all. They showed all that process. Which, and Cyborg has that premonition uh, while still kind of connected with the mother box as yeah. they're thinking about bringing him. He gets that like premonition from the mother box. No, no. He, yeah, he says no, and of course Flash <laughs> thinks no. they go. You said go. Yeah, so yeah. Phase so through it, the it's wall. Like when, we get the same story, but through a little bit of a different lens in some area. Yeah. They they fully fleshed out Cyborg a little more here. And I don't know, I'm kind of skeptical with Warner Brothers media saying the Snyderverse is dead when they told us initially that the Snyder Cut didn't even exist. And then here we are. Yeah, months later, we get the Snyder Cut. So now you're telling me it's all dead and gone, and but it's still building momentum. People are still talking about it, obviously, because we are, and many others are as well. I think I think it's 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 basically a springboard for things mm-hmm. to come. I, um, I mean, if it happens, it happens. I mean, I know they're trying to they bringing the hashtag back, uh, restore the Snyderverse. So I'm like, oh, here they go, and they're not gonna throw money away. When they see there's a viable market for something, they're not stupid. <laughs> they're gonna, <laughs> we gonna buy it. They're gonna put it out there. I don't care what you I mean, say. I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I, I would be relieved. Other people are going to complain, but I will be like, okay, well, let's, let's. I'm, I'm here for this. I, I'm a fan of Zack Snyder's work and the over the top action is. And that's what I said even too. Some of the slow mos, even some yeah. of the slow and that's what I stated in my original statement about it. Like, if you're not a fan of Schneider and his stylistic uh, habits, this isn't going to change your mind. Yeah, it well, isn't. It's like, you know what you're getting. You're going to torture yourself for four hours, basically. If you're not a fan of his, I don't understand why people sit up there and hate watch. And this is a long time to sit through something to hate watch it. I wouldn't um, hate watch this. That's yeah. I wouldn't Like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just... It wasn't the come to Jesus moments like I've seen some people. Do you think it was a masterpiece? That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think no. it's a masterpiece? No. <laughs> no. I've seen so many. I've seen so many articles and like this is a masterpiece. Like no, it is not. The movies, the sto- the the the, the pay- I guess you could say the story wasn't all together. There were quite a few plot holes. There but this made it more cohesive than what we got. Bro. Yes, it did. I would. I mean, I would prefer this movie. No, I thought it was a good movie, but a masterpiece yeah. requires a high level of execution. And to be honest, the only thing that was on a high level of execution was the visuals and the action. Yeah. Uh, and the dialogue was just okay. <laughs> it was yeah. uh, arguably bad dialogue. Um, some bad dialogue in there. Some weird. Some weird moments, but weird, very weird moments. I don't know what was up with the uh epilogue scene with the Joker with his little fan service. Fan service. I don't Man, what's it got to do with he was he was the gaslighting guy? Batman so hard. He's like, oh like come on, man. That's not necessary. 
Like, flag on the play. He said flag on the play. Flag on the play. Who's going to be here to give you a reach around, Batman? Like, come on, man. (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> I forgot about that. What you know? I forgot about that. I was like, "Oh wait, what did you just?" Say? I didn't rewind it back. I kind of let that one go. Yeah, yeah. And and we didn't even get the the line that they put in the trailer that everybody was all happy about. <laughs> society. What do you say? Yeah, the society. Yeah, that that wasn't even in there. It's like, yeah, he had lived that, and we didn't use it, but we did put it on trailers to get the people excited He's about excited. it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Martian Manhunter. Okay, who we? So, uh, first time I watched it, I was very, thir- I was thoroughly agitated with his CGI. Like his reveal with uh, Lois Lane and her being Mar- uh, uh, Martian Martha Manhunter Kent. being Martha, being Martha yeah. Kent trying to help Lois come back to the world of the living and be a reporter or whatever. And um, so I was agitated with that. Then when it came to the end, I was like, okay. I mean, he was just chilling the whole time. Let's uh, focus on the fact that you just ruined the scene between Martha Kent and Lois now. (laughs) Because later down the line, Lois may be like, you know what? I really appreciate you coming to have that heart-to-heart talk with me at my apartment. And Martha's going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? You (laughs) talking I didn't even think about the logistic of that. That's very true. That's also very true. Apartment? I didn't say none of that to you. That <laughs> he turns around and like whispers at her door, the world needs you, Lois. Like, no, Negro, the, the world needs you. You can actually do something. Putting mother boxes together and when um what's his face? The 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 zombie Zod mashup they did from uh Batman V Superman. Doomsday? Doomsday, yeah. When Doomsday was was tearing stuff up, like you could have went out and done something about that, but you didn't. So what is Lois gonna do other than me to be honest, other than be I guess Superman's piece at home and keep him from going crazy or or writing another story? I don't see how the right. world needs that more than beings that can be in a position to actually stop the dangers that are risking, you know, damaging the entire world. But but, right, right. but, but we need Lois. Like, no. No, you, we need we need this white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Martian man hiding out on Earth just watching. You know, he almost reminds me of my character, Pharaoh, a little bit, except for the difference is uh, my character's actually instigating all of it. Where he's just watching shit happen like... It's <laughs> like, you're useless. Man, yeah, I was useless. Like, come on. Yeah, that was crazy. That's also another reason why this movie clearly was a masterpiece. It was just for fan service, but to, I mean, to to give us something to bite on to to set a setup. But I'm like, mm, yeah, that's not that's not. He's not good. He's not looking good right now. He's on a good track record. And to be honest, a lot of the stuff in this film are kind of deep cuts. Like for serious DC fans that knows everything, you know, we got Adam. Or the Adam. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in there. He was uh, the Chinese guy, the assistant that was helping uh, uh, Silas. Silas Stone. Yeah. yeah. A lot of deep cuts, man. A lot of a lot of fan service here, which I'm sure a lot of people I appreciated a lot of it. Um, yeah, I but yeah. It doesn't cool. it doesn't doesn't make it a masterpiece because you no. put all this stuff on it. Um, I like I said though, it's more cohesive than what we got in 2017, and I did enjoy it more 
uh, in this presentation, even though it was four hours and change. But I don't know. I could have done it, but I don't know who all sitting through four hours in the theater. I mean, unless right, you take right. take like official intermissions at the theater. That's what that's what Zach was saying. He said that like even in some of the um, he said in the theater releases there will be actual actual intermission, so it can work. It's just no, it can't. What do you mean it can't? I mean, it ha- it's happening. It's literally happening. They, they're they literally like, what do you mean? Because the, the way the, the theater industry is set up to make... Well, think of it as you going to dinner. Like, you can go and get a table at a restaurant, but they're counting on them being able to turn those tables over so they can get someone else in there. Yes, I understand that. Which is, I think, which part and parcel maybe why they made Joss Whedon cut that down to two hours in the first place. Like because the theaters are probably like, well, you're not coming here with this four-hour movie. <laughs> We're expecting to get 150 something people in this theater every two hours on rotation at you know seven to fifteen dollars a pop. You know at, at some theaters, so that ain't gonna work. It kind of goes against because they really make their money off of uh, concessions yeah, and ro- yeah. and rotating another group of people. You know, out of each theater. So I don't know if is it worth and the the mental gymnastics you go through of sitting through something for four hours too. Like I said, if you about that life, yeah, for me, for me, uh, it was like I could feel myself getting tired after the first two hours. Like the the whole when the story kind of shifts, I could yeah. feel myself decline a little bit. But I'm like, hang in there. <laughs> yeah, because you feel with this, you feel the low. You kind of more so than. When you know it's only two hours, like, all right, I've been through like an hour and a half. I only got like a half hour, 15 minutes to go anyway, so I'm straight. Yeah, two hour mark and realize you got two whole more hours to go. It's like, ugh. And like a crackhead, I was up at three. <laughs> so as soon as the dropping was available, I watched. So I, I stuck it out to like seven something. I think by the time I actually lay down, it was like eight in the morning. My wife was looking at me wow. like, what are you doing? Because she was getting up for work. I was just laying down to go to bed. <laughs> Where you been at? I was just in the basement watching the movie. I like sniped <laughs> rolled the bed. Plus, she told me point blank she wasn't. She heard the time. She's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing it." It's like right. you can just go. You can go ahead and watch that one by yourself. I was like, "Great, I ain't got, <laughs> I ain't got to wait." But I was on it. So yeah, um, it's 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 a bit of a marathon, and to ask a large amount of people to do that. Which I also thought was interesting with the aspect ratio. Like I it's really don't think that was that bad. I really it's come on. It's now. not that it's bad. Just, it's really bad. not that bad. It's not. It's not nothing to do with being bad. It's the fact that he's saying that this is meant to go on an IMAX screen, so that's the format that we have it in. But knowing that a vast majority of people were not, in fact, going to watch this on an IMAX screen. That's that's my thing. Not that the, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm an OG, so I'm used to Letterbox and OG when everything was made for TV, and that was basically what it looked like to me. I, I mean, mean, yeah, but also it's like you can still see all the pixels. Like if you got a 55 inch screen TV, I mean that detail's still there. Definition is really still there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my thing. Was more like you formatted it for for something that a vast majority of people are not going to take it. Yeah, that, that logically doesn't make. I mean, that logically didn't have to happen. Like yeah. it, it. I mean, he, he should have had a widescreen version if if he was trying to like produce it for at home serve like yeah. streaming services. But 
It's what it is. I still enjoy, it didn't didn't change my experience one bit, so it was, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Um, <laughs> I guess we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about whether or not this uh, actually deserved its rated R rating uh, from uh, Zack Snyder mm-hmm. and R.I.P. to Steppenwolf. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. And we're back. What's going on, Jordan? You good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about this R rating and, <laughs> and stuff. Well, yeah, that's the the only other differentiation is they gave it an R rating for more violence. Um, there were a couple maimings, obviously F- the beheading, F- like three F-bombs and blood splash during some of the fight scenes, which I only really saw in the Amazonian fight scene. Yep, yep. Uh, when some of the Atlanteans are attacked um, yep. and, and before they start interrogating one of the Atlanteans, um, they throw him against the rock. Oh, and a yeah, big, they got him. They a got big, him. And I thought he was dead. Like, the blood splash was kind of big. <laughs> I thought he was dead, and he, like, kept talking. <laughs> I was like, wait, he's still alive? How is this yeah. possible? Yeah, Steppenwolf, like, kicked him into a stone Jeez, on the beach. He kicked him hard. Ooh, yeah. Felt that one. Yeah. So he you think paralyzed. this was worthy? He's paralyzed. Yeah, and a couple of the uh, Amazonians get cut up as uh, mm-hmm. Steppenwolf is uh, running Russia through them. When when uh they have no fear, you know, show show him your fear. We have no fear, you know. We have no, you know, yeah, we have yeah. These arrows. Well, I <laughs> yeah. think it was. I think it was. I mean, I I think I I I was like, okay, this is this is this is for me. It was worthy worthy of rated R rating just because we all know that when the when when the addition of blood splatter happens, that extravagance of it. You know, an R rating is is around the corner because I think about it, it's like when I watch a movie, it's like you don't ever see that blood splash. Like it doesn't happen too often in most like comic book movies, like that that kind of violent. Yeah. Um, so it, it, he went for it, and um. Let's talk about the boys. Yes. Oh, yes. So they they've really gone for it, except for the boys. Yes, the boys. But um. It was for me. It, it, it I want to say it. I know it's very superficial, but for me, it enhanced the experience. Yeah. Uh, or like it gives you the. It gives you a full scope of the brutality, um, and that's kind of what Zach is even known for. So that's stylistically in his lane. So like when Wonder Woman was throwing bank robbers against walls and their heads were busting, leaving blood splatter, I was like, oh my goodness, Wonder Woman, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh... Kurt Kallak, the Green Lantern, who's killed by Darkseid. Oh, he lost a hand. He lost a hand and the ring. <laughs> fly. I like what? I, I was like, I was like, what if uh, Darkseid got a hold of that ring? <laughs> <laughs> what would happen? And and Darkseid himself getting the. Oh man, that was the, that was stuffing out his Zach McMuffin with that uh, axe <laughs> to the shoulder. To the shoulder. He, he falls out and gets carried away by parademons and he forgets the whole planet. He just forgets it exists. He forgot about the anti-life equation. He forgot about the mother boxes apparently another problem with the movie, but Yeah. Yeah, he just forgot about everything. The yeah, you get, came. How do you get whooped into amnesia? 
Like, <laughs> you don't know what happened no more. I would have. It would have made more sense if he like actually like borderline died. I could that that because that happens, right? Like yeah. people, there's there's a type of amnesia happen. Like I would have imagined if like he got speed up so bad <laughs> that he was barely clinging to life and he forgot. <laughs> but he just got an axe to the shoulder and got kicked. Yeah. And he should have came back for vengeance. So I don't understand why he did. Yeah, it should have been him touching that. It basically, it, it it changed. That is one thing. It did change kind of the complexion of the movie for me when you talk about. Steppenwolf coming into a situation basically where Darkseid failed. Like he didn't tell you that. Like you, <laughs> y'all, you know that's what happened. You owe me, you owe me fifty thousand worlds, but I didn't tell you that. I basically, <laughs> I basically went to this one and got mollywopped about a few centuries ago and forgot where it was. And now that it's back on my mind, I'm gonna send you down there <laughs> to go. <laughs> you gotta handle this one. Yeah, you go handle that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The, the one thing I did mention before as well, the things that I really liked about Justice League, I still liked in this version of it. Um, when Superman comes out after being resurrected and doesn't oh, yeah. even know who he is, that was still like one of the best parts of the film to me. Um, I still, even though I knew what was coming, I still enjoyed and laughed at certain parts. Like when uh, Flash trying to run around the side and you see Superman cut his eyes. Like, oh, I see you. <laughs> you thought I didn't see you. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was still funny. And then in the uh, climax of the film, where he is just beating the snot out of Steppenwolf, my man. It's like he's playing with a toy when he starts punching him. There's waves of energy. <laughs> Like, you saw I'm him a, smiling a little bit. Did you see Superman smiling just a tad bit? Like, yeah, but like, it was like it was a kid pushing the button on the machine, like he was turning <laughs> on or off and on. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> come back and click on, like a little kid just kept hitting the toy over and then there's like waves of energy just coming off mm-hmm. of him. Then he eye blasts him, cuts off one of my boy's horns, and then keeps whooping him. Yeah, it, it was kind of. <laughs> I think I was talking to James the other day. He said, that was like a form of bullying. (laughs) (laughs) He bullied him. Yeah, him. Yeah, after. Yeah, they were just tossing him back and forth after a while. And then the finale. (laughs) Tossed him back and forth, kicked him out. And then, oh boy, uh, skewered him with the trident, flipped him over. And of course, Diana came through. Diana Diana came through. And pulled the Mortal Kombat off with his head. (laughs) <laughs> and add insult to injury, like Darkseid catches it on the other side of the boom tomb and then crumples his head. And I'm like, man, you like, I felt like, you know, uh, Julius Caesar at two Brutus, like, you too, you, you're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> How you gonna stop the boy's head like that? Yeah, they did him dirty. I mean, hey, he, that's the weird part. Like, he had, in this version, I enjoyed that he had, like, more of a motivation. Like him trying to get back in favors with Darkseid. Yeah, that's become a funny meme. That look on his face when uh, Decide says fifty thousand. <laughs> I was I was joking about he looked like somebody who's trying to get a home loan and just found out he had bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> look on his face, yeah. sir, uh, sir. You have a three hundred. You are not going to get no financing here. <laughs> Damn, God. Yeah, they, yeah. They cut, yeah, and the Green Lantern too gets his hand cut off. 
like severed hand before the ring comes off. Yeah. Yeah. He, so they 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 turned it up a notch, but I, like I said, I didn't think it really changed too much. No. I'm trying to think of what other comic book movies had that were like that. If you like Blood, the original Blade, if you turn, oh, uh, yeah. you, you kind of can't really with it because it's a vampire movie, so you can't really turn that down. I don't. Why would think. you ever turn blood off? They just turn. They just pressed the no blood button, and now Blade has no blood in it. Nothing yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It loses. It loses its uh, effectiveness. In that case, but, but it would be it'd be weird to have blood in a Marvel movie. I'm like now I'm thinking about it, it'd be like I don't know if you think about Marvel comics. I feel like for them to show like someone get decapitated. Logan? Wait, no, that didn't Thanos get decapitated technically? Oh, he, they did show us that, and that really wasn't that bloody for him getting his yeah. head cut. Oh, yeah, we just saw some. We just the the big uh, purple Play-Doh lump hits the ground. That's about it. I don't, you don't yeah. see any. You don't see no, any it's not even... What? <laughs> but you, but, uh, yeah, but Logan, they showed blood, right? Oh no, that was that. I forgot about Logan. That was great. Yeah. That movie was also good. That was that was fine. That was appropriate. It's Logan. It's Wolverine. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. True. True. Also true. Forgot about Deadpool. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. These appropriate. Then, then you know. Yeah, the, I, think, I think I think it's appropriate, appropriate where it should be. And and most when you think about it though, most of these things should have blood in them though. You got somebody super strong that hits you with the side of a building, and all you got is like a bruise. Like that don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't realistic. <laughs> he hits you with a car, and all you got is a sprained ankle. Like yep, it's, a little, yep. it's a little swollen. I'll be all right. Like nah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep fighting. I'll we'll keep fighting yeah. on it. Yeah, I just it it didn't change anything for me. But yeah, it didn't make me enjoy it. What I'm saying is, it didn't make me enjoy it more. Because the blood was there, um, it didn't bother me either. So I'm wondering, not necessarily was it necessary to have it, but why didn't they just have it that way in the first place? I'm thinking maybe it's because it's the the characters are too; they're still associating it with kids. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's my assumption. Yeah. Speaking of of, of things being turned on, turned down, what did you think about the uh, the color? How do you feel about like the color changes? Or are you, are you one of those people that are like, I like the the brightness of Joss Whedon version versus the darkness of Snyder Cut. It really like, didn't matter I- to me, and I don't mind a dark color palette, especially if it's going to be in contrast. I heard theories about that a while ago with Superman and Batman. Like this could have been a dichotomy of the two different characters and have the colors kind of be a personifications of them. Like Superman's supposed to be bright, supposed to be hopeful, and Batman's supposed to be the darker brooding. I would have rather mm-hmm. him if Snyder could have experimented with that and made Man of Steel brighter and then kept the if if he would have done his Batman movie, made that ultra dark. And then when you have the fusion in Batman v Superman, you literally have these clash of palettes when they're on mm-hmm. screen together. I think that would have been a cool concept to execute. And because of them- thematic reasons, would I think it would have appealed to some people. And him understanding the characters being basically embodying or kind of having an influence on the environments in which they operate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't mind. I didn't mind the color palette switch. Um, 
the red being turned off in the end, actually, I prefer here in the Snyder version, in the uh, Snyder oh, version, um, versus the weird red, almost WandaVision-like hex <laughs> structure that we had in Joss Whedon's version when they were approaching the uh, fortress that Steppenwolf had built. That was kind of strange. It was, everything had, it, was yeah. like, it was like, it was like if somebody took the force field and we're like hey we're gonna boost the brightness up so it reflects on everything yeah. and i was like eh, it's a little too overkill with the red and like everything for me visually it felt like everything was like bleed like everything was one tone like everything kept bleeding in but i like that with the darkness of the cider cut you're able to capitalize on those explosions to bring light and contrast to a scene you have you know cyborg can stand out nicely with his little blue flashes of guns and energy and flying but i preferred the darker tones yeah. um for, the, for this pieces like that be what it is and they tone they either cut out or tone down uh flashes comedic instances that were just kind of inserted into the story that seemed out of place I mean, he still had a couple, oh, yeah. one or two, you know, one-liners where he, he made little quips, but it wasn't, he, like, they cut out that whole stupid-ass uh, brunch soliloquy he had. Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember the brunch. I don't, I don't even remember that. I, I yeah, when he was, he was trying to explain his metabolism, and he just kept talking about food the whole time, and then they cut out him uh, bumping into Wonder Woman's booty when they fall after he, uh, I think it's, it was after he ran around in the tunnel to... Yeah, he fell into her breast. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why? And they kind of and kind of had this weird like giggle moment when they were laying on the ground. (laughs) So stupid. Yeah, they cut that out. Um, They toned down the comedy. They toned down Aquaman in certain, and he actually got some hits in this time because it seemed like he was getting the brakes beat off of him in version one. I'm like, (laughs) what is Aquaman doing? Every time I look up, he's getting pimp smack, and I just see scales and tridents flying he's you know feet up ankles up in the air like what is going on <laughs> why are they doing this taco man yeah they were whooping him like this time i actually see him putting in work and of course he i mean he really didn't kill uh steppenwolf because i think superman put in all the major work on on him but he does the the initial skewering with the trident before flipping him up to you know to do the tag team move with wonder woman um <laughs> But yeah, I, I like this version a lot better. Um, he wasn't so over the top. Yeah, all right, my Ooh, yeah. man. But they, they left that my man in there when uh, Cyborg <laughs> comes. They, they left my man. Yeah, they kept that my my man. Yeah, they left that in there. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't every other thing he said, which was was better. They had some actual deep conversations between him and uh, Flash, and that whole debate, which is kind of glossed over previously in the original version of whether or not it's morally right to bring soups back because on one side they're they're like should we do this and some are thinking we have no choice because he's the only thing strong enough to handle what we got going on right now Mm -hmm. on the other even though the one thing they did cut out that i thought they should have left in was when flash was like we don't know what's gonna come back is this gonna be? Oh Superman? yeah, that's what made. I'm, I will agree. That's what made that scene a little more like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, when he said in the first version, I think he says Pet Cemetery. <laughs> so like, oh, he did say. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, oh no, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> which would be a horrible ass thing. Like, you brought Superman back from the dead, and now it's crazy ass zombie Superman, and he just starts molly whopping everybody. That would have, yeah, it's not going to be good. Well, we're not out. Yeah, so we get a kind of a version of that through Cyborg's premonition via uh, the Mother Box. Um, so I don't know what direction they're going to go, but I'm interested. And I, I think WB is BS and they are going to continue this. It's just, are they going to go injustice? Uh, Ooh. Because I'm assuming the flashbacks that we've seen where you see Darkseid with his hand on Superman's <laughs> shoulder as he's crying over some charred remains. I'm thinking those charred remains are Lois. Lois. Gotta be Lois. Gotta be Lois. And the flashback scene from Batman v Superman with Flash comes back and to tell Bruce like she's the key. You know, save save Lois, she's the key. That's that's what I think this is all gonna culminate in. So we may actually get a turned Superman because of losing Lois in combination with Darkseid finding the anti-life equation, giving him basically power and dominion to control everybody in other universes Mm -hmm. in other dimensions so I think that's what's going to happen yeah I don't know how they're going to get to that point but that seems to be what they're setting up yeah we'll see I mean if they do it I'm going to be there watching it for sure we're going down this path I'm ready for it yeah definitely I'm down I'm down I'm wanting to see what they come up with I'll be watching and uh continue on our road creating stuff but I definitely see what they got going Um, uh, today we also have uh, I think episode 2 of Falcon and Winter Soldier should be coming out so hopefully you'll get the chance to uh, watch that and then when we come back next week uh, we can talk about that because it'll be too soon I don't think Mortal Kombat comes out to the 16th the next month, so we won't have that yet. 16th April, yeah. Oh, Godzilla comes out next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, March 31st. Yeah, the end of the month, yes. So, yeah, perhaps we can talk about that, too, uh, next time. Uh, But I think that'll do it for today. Uh, Anybody have any thoughts, please leave us some comments and let us know what you think. This has been a continued discussion of the Snyder Cut, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Peace. Peace.